0: So Taylor, how's it going? Good. How are you, Mike? I'm doing good. So we're winding down. The day is winding down. It's cold. It's snowing. It is. Yeah. Welcome to Indianapolis in the (laughs) wintertime. That's (laughs) what I have to say to that one.
1: A little worried about how people are going to get home. Yeah, no, no.
0: And we're working on a backup plan just in case. And so we're communicating with the hotel to see what we can do as far as room rates are concerned so they don't have to pay a fortune to stay at the lovely JW Marriott. Yes. But it is lovely. It is lovely. Yeah, not not three hundred dollars. Lovely, but no. it's lovely. No,
1: um, well, we found another guest. We did. Hi, how's it going? How's it going? Why don't you introduce yourself for
2: listeners? All right. Uh, well, I'm Carter Allen from Mississippi State University. Uh, not used to the snow by any means. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: a little foreign, right? I
2: just looked. Uh, I'm originally from the Gulf of Mexico, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So oh, really? So yeah. It's about in the fifties there right now, and start uh, oh, well, so it's, nice. it's about uh, you know mid forties. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely a little bit different than here, but you know, (laughs) glad glad to be here, but uh, I'm with the Epsilon Chi chapter in Mississippi State. So we've been around for a little while, Uh, chapter size, anywhere from about... You know, 140 to 150 in mm-hmm. in between that range. Yeah. So it's definitely been interesting talking to a lot of the guys here. You For know. sure. Did you guys get those house renovations done? We did. It, it got completed in early August, Wonderful. this past August. So, so it looks pretty good? Yeah, it looks nice. I've <laughs> had the luxury of living there this past that's year. Awesome. And I'll live there next year as well. So, Wow, excited. that's awesome. Yeah. Cool.
1: So I know that um we were talking a little bit before this about, and you were saying that you know, talking to these guys who are coming from chapters that are, you know, 20 man chapters versus mm-hmm. your guys's chapter, which is really big and just the differences there. So why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, what you've kind of learned from, from other guys here.
2: Yeah, you know, so it it really is, you know, all of these schools that are smaller chapters Mm -hmm. are, you know, not from the South. Right. So you have like these these schools from the North and just the the Greek life culture itself is very, very different. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm coming from Mississippi where, you know, when you graduate high school, it's almost a given thing that you're going to join a fraternity versus... Uh, you know, these schools, some of these pro- smaller private schools in the North, you know, that have a 5,000 you know student body and we have, you know, just at 23,000. So it's a mm-hmm. big, big difference. Um, but the the problems that we we face are very, very similar, just in a yeah. smaller scale. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, we, we were fortunate enough uh, to have a great alumni base and a great housing corporation and sure. a great university to support us. And, you know, we we're, that's how we were able to have that really nice house that we have now. Right. Um, you know, some of these guys they don't even have houses, you know, they're out are using apartment complexes yeah. and, you know, just different little houses they have right off the side of campus that whole, you know, five or six people. Uh, so it's very, very interesting to hear about the stories that they do, how they do their chapter meetings and, you know, their Hazetas and, you know, how they go about chapter operations and the struggles that they have versus the struggles that we have. Um, so it's very, it's been very, very cool. Very interesting to hear about all that stuff.
0: Yeah. So what, what was one big thing that you came to the high alpha summit wanting to maybe solve or, or kind of compare to other chapters, um, when you first got here?
2: Yeah, so you know, one thing that I wanted to come in is really chapter involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot. Yep. One one cool thing about the smaller chapters is there's there's not that many of them, so they all have to kind of contribute. Yeah, definitely. Uh, versus you, you come from a chapter like myself, we have you know just around 150. So you know, it takes about 20 people to get the you know do the work. But yeah, yeah. You know, what does what does the other 130 do? Right. So, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> it's easy to pay dues and go to chapter and you know get to enjoy all the fun yes. stuff about it. Uh, but then the other 20 guys that are putting the work kind of have to suffer through all that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you know, kind of just coming in here and saying, hey, like you know, what do your guys do? How do you promote involvement within the chapter on campus? You know, how do you get connected in the community? Yeah, uh, just things like that. Cause, you know, the, the communities that these guys are coming from are from urban areas and big cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in Startville, it's, it's kind of a small city. It's a, definitely a college town. You know, you take Mississippi State out of Startable, there's there's no, there's not going to be anything there. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's not much yeah. after There, <laughs> might, be, there <laughs> might be there might be one or two cows left. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's <laughs> probably that's probably about it. But so just kind of getting those ideas and kind of yeah. how you know the you know philanthropic aspect of their chapter operations run. Yeah, I know it, it was really nice. You know. I talked to a couple of chapters about our, our watermelon fest uh, that festivities that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. every new member from each sorority is required by their chapters to come participate. So we have you know at a given and again at a watermelon fest in the fall, we have just you know a little over a thousand people there. Wow. So it's it's big. You yeah, know? and some of these yeah. chapters they're they're trying to get it off the ground. They're trying to you know implement that and start that. So right. I was able to talk to a couple of chapters about that and kind of how I started it or not started, but you know got it got it going and got it big and it's you know, just kind of like that. You know, we had we are at Theta this past year really stepped it up. He really mm-hmm. wanted do well and make it nice, make it fun for everybody and, you know, kind of mix it up. And so, I, you know, I learned a lot from him and just kind of the things that he wanted to do I kind of Definitely. try to pass that on. And, you know, one thing that I made sure of is, you know, document everything we do. Because, you know, we want to know what right. works, what doesn't yes. work. And so, you For know, sure. these guys, I want to get it off the ground. I have it all documented. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, you know, just, you know, shoot me an email and I'll be yeah. glad to kind of share share with you how we got it going. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, just really sh- share what was the bec- best practices right. and what really maybe didn't
0: work the best. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: No, that's super smart to, you know, document what works, what doesn't work. Um, and then being able to share that too with other guys. That's mm-hmm. that's really cool. Um, And I like what you said about chapter involvement, because I'm sure, you know, you run into that so much where you've got guys. That you know, yes, they're members, but they're not, you know, fully,
0: they're, they're, more, they're more like paper members than anything yeah, else, yeah, where yeah. like they're, they're on the roster, right? Um, and you see them maybe here or there, but sure, besides that, you don't really see them as right. an active mm-hmm. yeah. member, exactly.
1: Yeah, so that's interesting, um, to think, you know, how, how do you get those guys involved, and you know, how do you get them to be more active than, yeah, they are? and
2: what advice did you get from people, you know, just kind of you know. Really start investing with the new members, you know, it's kind of get the instill that in their mind about how, you know, it's, it's your obligation to grow. You know, these seniors aren't going to be around, you know, for another year or two. Sure. So, you know, this it's on you. You know, this is why you're here. This is why you got a bit of this fraternity. It's your obligation yeah. uh, to, to continue that. And, you know, one thing that I, I took upon myself that I talked with, um, you know, a couple other you know, friends of mine and other chapters at Mississippi State, right. uh, how to get this going. You know, I went through, with Christmas break, and went through the operations manual for each uh, officer position mm-hmm. and I kind of, you know, broke it down, you know, each obligation what they're supposed to do Yeah, Uh, you know when I get back I'm definitely going to go to exec and I have like a list of about 25 to 30 appointed positions I want to get approved um, for you know just just little jobs here and there that you know will give responsibility to other members but yeah help the whole chapter as a whole right Um, so you know it's you know you have a voice you know one thing that our chapter kind of you know, it feels like they don't have a voice because we're so big and, mm-hmm. you know, not, only, they feel like only the officers, you know, get to do what they want to do. And, you know, I don't want that to be the case because yeah. you know, we're all paying the same amount of dues. Exactly. We're all living in the same house. Right. Not, Everyone's invested into exactly. it. So you want to make sure they're all they all feel like they have a voice. Exactly. at yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, we're all helping each other. And, you know, for, especially in these important positions would be great for these new guys because, you know, it's kind of hard to get, you know, a big position as a freshman. Um, but you know you you're more than welcome to run for it. It's just really hard to get it because you know members don't really know you, yeah, uh, sure. and so you sure. know, some other members you know that are a little bit older might have had a little bit more experience. Yeah. Um, so you know these appointed positions will really help uh, these younger guys kind of get an idea of what they want to do and just kind of see what the responsibilities will be once they get to that level.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think a lot of those things are really good points. But one of the things that I, I was actually your guys' as consultant when I was traveling, and so one of the things I noticed not at your chapter, not just at your chapter, not at small chapters or big chapters, just across the board is seniors. I think senior involvement is something that is so difficult yeah, um, to, is. to maintain and control it and really to keep them um, involved, whether they say they have projects or things like that. And so when I was an undergraduate, my biggest thing when I was a junior is I was like, I don't want to be checked out as a senior. I don't want to sit in the back row and not do anything. And so I didn't hold an officer position, but I did standards. And so mm, I yeah. more or less mentored all the other officers and things that maybe they could be doing better or, 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 or um, what isn't working so well or just right. give them feedback or ideas. And I think that worked out well for me because I was at a, each chapter meeting. I sat in on executive committee meetings. And, and so I did all of these things as a standards chairman. Um, and I just held everyone to a standard. Um, and so that kept me engaged and involved. And I had a few other people work with me on that. And so that was one way that I found yeah. um, keeping myself as a senior and other seniors engaged was, was doing that.
1: Definitely. Definitely. So then what do you hope, cause you know, we're in the middle of these one-on-one con- yeah. consultations right now. What do you hope to bring to your consultation?
2: You know, just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a big believer in if you need help, ask for help. You know, there's, yeah. it's definitely, especially when you're at these, you know, these conferences and you have these opportunities and you have the resources for people to help you. Definitely, um, you know, Complacency is definitely the biggest, the biggest mistake that yes. people get in their heads. Sure. You know, you, you never want to stay where you're at. You know, you kind of, you want to get that plateau, you, you know, keep it keep that incline yeah. going. Um, And so, you know, basically when I'm going to come and you know, go into my one-on-one, it's just being little man, like we got a good chapter going, good foundation. How do I make it better? You know, what, what operations have you seen as, you know, right. an ELC in, in a lot of chapters, small or big um, that, you know, tend to be common, you know, that some chapters, you know, they're not, they're not good at what they're doing. You know, they, yeah. their operations are okay, but they're not great. You know, how do I make those great? You yeah. know, how do I get these officers? How do I keep them motivated for a whole term? How do I make sure we don't lose our train of thought? How, you know, how do I keep everything mm-hmm. on track right. to where it's a, it's a smooth, steady term. And uh, that's because that's yeah. something, that's one thing we've kind of, You know, we kind of failed at. You come into school in August, fired up, ready to go. Yeah, recruitment. You know, hits hits the ground running. Kind of after recruitment kind of dies off. Yeah. And so, you know, how how do my my big thing is like how do I keep that momentum going? Um. So that's that's one thing I'm probably that's one of my main things I'm going to go into my one on one with.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: I think you I think you have a a decent solution to help with some of that a burnout and um I was going to mention this earlier but I think one of the biggest contributors to burnout is um when people do things by themselves right. and so they take one office, one job, one project and completely manage the whole thing mm-hmm. implement it and and see it out all the way through right. instead of delegated delegating some of those tasks. So I think with you um, coming in with, with those appointed offices or even if it's a committee style structure or something along those lines, like those tasks can be kind of delegated out across a group of members. And so now that one person's doing something, 10 people are doing something. And right. so it's less work on everyone, but it still feels like a collective
2: bunch all together. Mm, definitely. Exactly. Because I, I mean, I was, I started as our recruitment chairman my sophomore year. Sure. Um, and I was very excited. You know, had a great, a lot of great plans, had a great summer, you know, with early bids and just recruitment itself, you know, came back to school in August, you know, our re- recruitment didn't start, former recruitment didn't start until about two, or three weeks into August. Uh, you know, we got some, picked up some more guys along the way. And before Rush started, I uh, went into Rush. That's when our new house was being built at the time. Uh, you know, it was, it was a great, it was a great year. You know, we broke our chapter record for the largest, you know, new member class we've ever had. Oh. Uh, so it was very rewarding. And then, you know, about two, three weeks after that, uh, I didn't even think about recruitment until spring semester. Yeah. And so, you know, that, you know, even, even though we, you were breaking records and we did an exceptional job, you know, that you can't, you, your recruitment is 365 days. You can't stop. And, yeah. you know, and that's, that's really for any office. So definitely oh, that's, for sure. that's, 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 that. so I, I was a victim of that myself. Yeah. You know, so sure. how do, how do I make sure? You know, we, we do a great job, but at the same time, don't go too hard to where we want to stop towards the end.
1: Sure. Yeah. And I feel like that's, you know, common, common problem among all chapters is, you know, that 365 day recruitment kind yes. of mentality, yes. you know, that's so easy to, to burn out like right. you said. You, you
0: fall into the stereotypes of what the campus has. Yeah. And so you see a campus that has a four, let's say four week recruitment process. Sure. Right. And so like your mindset falls into, okay, we need to recruit guys during this time period. And so you do, and then you start education, and then everyone's mind shifts from recruitment to education. Right. right? And so then you go through education, then it shifts from education to initiation. And so you you kind of fall into these little blocks of a semester. Mm -hmm. And so the one thing I think would be good is if you had that Delta committee, like they focus on recruitment. 365 right. like these are your your social guys your guys who who like to engage and your extroverted people who can sit there and talk to a group of men and and so those are the ones that are constantly each semester like i would challenge them one or two bids a month or, or one or two like just bringing guys over New to the house month, yeah. yeah like it's something like that even if they don't work out like you know that people are still doing something and still trying to turn up and generate right uh, more things and so it's not just a a kind of blocked semester across the board Yeah,
1: definitely. So Carter, how do you hope to, you know, bring what you learned here this weekend and kind of implement it into your chapter going back to Mississippi State?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I've learned a lot, you know, just from the ritual aspects of it, you know, in large group assembly meetings through, you know, just kind of the little things, you know, how to, how to, you know, properly delegate things like Bill Farkas was saying, you know, it's, it starts with effective, effective delegation. Um. So, you know, kind of, you know, effectively delegating. That's, that's one thing I've picked up here as well. Um, you know, kind of having that good leadership role, you know, and you know, one thing that I've also learned is you got to put yourself in the same plane as everybody else. You, sure. you know, even though you're the president, you're the, you're the one man guy. You can't, you can't be, you can't act like it, you know, yeah. you can definitely um, have the image of it and that's great. But if you're not, you know, working on the same plan as everybody else, you're going to have problems. So sure. um, kind of going back to Mississippi State and just, you know, really working with all my guys, you know, whether officer, you know, just a member itself. Yeah. Uh, just kind of working with them, seeing what they want out of the fraternity, why they're still here, you know, what they want to see, you know, what what, mm-hmm. what would they like to do more of, just kind of getting their feedback on things and really uh, working through that, kind of generating some solutions this semester and then going to the summer into next semester and the fall yeah. semester, really trying to, you know, turn around what, yeah. what they would yeah. like.
0: And going back to your point about that, the delegation and effective delegation So four years ago, um, I had the privilege of hosting Conclave for um, the... I think it was the Colonial Conclave. Yeah. Um, I got to work with Jeff Steerman during that, who was the Grand High Pi at the time, now Grand High Alpha. Um, and he said a quote in w- the closing of Banquet, and he said, leadership is a not is not about doing the work, but making sure the work gets done. Mm, and yeah. And I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Like, as a CEO, you should not be in the weeds doing all of the work yourself. Right. right? You hire people to do that. Exactly. And, and I think the chapter is the same way. You have elected officers to do that. And to do the work, you just making mm-hmm. sure that they get the work done. And if they need help, then you assist them. But you Definitely. should not be on the front lines every day doing that task. And yeah. so I think that's just a really great point
2: that Bill brought up.
3: Yeah. 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 I kind of, sure.
2: you know, the way, you know, I've talked to a lot of these alumni, the, the high pods, I've been around for a while, you know, I've asked them, you know, what was worked well for you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just they, you know, they, they, a lot of them have been high office in the past. And right. they, and they, their advice to me was, you know, be a resource, be a, a person that everybody turns to, but not leans on. Yeah. So, you know, I, I you know, I would love to be that guy. You know, yeah. like you said, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to be doing all the work, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, you, it's a, it's a president's big job. You, work, you job. got to work. You have to deal with a lot of <laughs> internal and external things, you know, right. through the university, through your own chapter, through mm-hmm. the community, just a lot of things you have to consider. Yeah, not nah, take part in. You know, you don't have time to be doing the little things. You know, you know, time's money, and you don't want to. You, you know, exactly. you know, you know, you don't. You don't want to be wasting money. Right. So, <laughs> so you know, that's that's one thing that I've also kind of kind of thought about. You know, they. If they're, I'll let them do it. If they want to do it wrong, that's you know, let them fail, learn and from it's, it. It's a great you know, It's okay, exactly. Sure. You know, sure. the, the fraternity is not going to you know go down in two weeks because one person didn't you know do some little thing wrong. wrong yeah, right. exactly. So you know, let them, yeah. let them learn, let them, oh, uh, you know, fail, learn from failure. That's you know, That's, right. that's how I learn the best. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think that's all we all do. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's so
0: that, true. And it's the best way that like exactly. people actually understand. Okay, this is not okay. It's like kind of the the old story about the kid touching the stove, right? Like okay, don't touch the stove, it's hot. The kid's not going to learn not to touch the stove until they actually do it. And then they're like, oh, that's hot. Yeah, I won't do it
1: again. Yeah, and then you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm a big fan of the old wise tale. So, you know, catch a catch a man a fish, eats for the night. Yeah, teach him how to fish, eats for a lifetime. Exactly. So yeah, uh, that's that's one thing I've learned going through it. And, and a lot of the officers, they have really really good initiatives of going into it. and, You know, wanting to learn it and doing it all themselves. And That's mm-hmm. great. You know, that's. But then you got to worry about the burnout effect, like you were talking about. Um. So you know, just kind of getting them on on track and let them stay on track, and you know, not do too much into in a little amount of time. You know, or and be very well organized, and you know, have an execution plan. So I think that's going to be the biggest thing I'm going to take back. Definitely. Yeah, perfect.
1: Well, thank you so much, Carter, yeah, for, for being here today no and problem. stopping by. We yeah, appreciate absolutely.
2: it.
0: Hail state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good day. You too. All right. Well, that was a really great interview, Taylor. Yeah, I
1: think so. I think that we we hit on a lot of interesting points yeah. um, in that interview. And I think that, you know, it... it I know we've said this a million times, but it all goes back to um, this event being just so important for these guys. For sure, for sure. And such a learning experience. Um, and, you know, I, with these one on one consultations, too, um, that are still going on right now, I think that that is just an amazing opportunity for someone to get that immediate feedback like we said yes and also bring forward their problems or you know issues that they yeah, can have yeah. so yeah so i think that carter brought up a lot of good points Yeah, there.
0: no and i thought it was good he talked a little about chapter operations and, yeah. and he also pointed out what i said earlier that um problems that our chapters have are not unique to the size of the chapter <laughs> yes across the board whether yes. you're large or small um there's issues across them all
1: <laughs> yes, this is true. You like um, that rhyme there? yeah, I, I really did. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was really catchy. Yes. But I, I also really enjoyed him talking about, and I think that that was the first time we've heard that, um, at least this weekend mm-hmm. is, you know, that, that big man chapter, the 150, 200 man chapter. Um, and that thing about, you know, how do you keep members active yeah, and engaged yeah,
0: yeah. who aren't, Officers, yeah, no, and I, th- I think he had a a, a, de- a pretty good solution to talk about um, yeah. when it comes to assigning people, yeah, certain small appointed things that they can do throughout the semester. And I, I think they're on track for a committee system. Is what it sounds like to me.
1: Yes, that's that's what it sounded like. Um, but yeah, I just think that you know it it makes so much of a difference mm-hmm. when you know you go to your you're just regular member um, and say, Hey, can you be in charge of X, Y, Z? Yeah. And that makes all the difference and because yeah, and it's
0: nothing huge. It's it's yeah. not like you, you're asking them to run a whole office. You're just <laughs> right. taking a very small piece of that office. Yeah. And saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to delegate this to you. Yeah. I'll work with you on it, but I just need exactly. you to really kind of take it yeah. and run with
1: it. Then, you know, he feels important. Yeah, yeah. You, you're delegating. and He and, feels invested. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that's, that's a really good tidbit Definitely. Um, and piece of advice yeah. that, you know, our bigger chapters can, can take from, but, um, um, yeah, I just, I really enjoyed our talk with him um, and I think that he will have a really good consultation um, sure. and For I sure. hope that he gets some of his questions answered. Yeah, I hope so too.
0: And maybe it'll be, it'll be something we check in with him over email yeah. uh, afterwards once, once we send out the podcast Definitely. And, and really see what his thoughts were after the consultation. So that yeah. may be a good follow up.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, let's get back to work.
1: All right. Let's do it. Well, we'd like to welcome you back uh, to this special edition of the High Alpha Summit Neville Advisors College podcast. Um, We are back in the office. We are. Yeah. So um, it is now Wednesday. It is. It is.
2: (laughs) It was
0: a a few days of of trying to... (laughs) Um, recuperate after the High Alpha Summit. There was a lot of late nights and early mornings. So uh, we are now back at IHQ. Yeah.
1: So overall, I think it went really well.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. So we are actually joined um, by Matt uh, from Illinois State. As you all may recall, we talked to him during the High Alpha Summit. Mm -hmm. Um, So we just thought we'd call him in and and see how his experience was. Matt, how are you doing?
4: Doing awesome, guys. Thank you so much for having me back.
1: Of course, of course. So why don't we just start with um, you kind of recapping your weekend and why don't you give us a few few of the highs?
4: Sure, um, so I think definitely some of the highs of the weekend um, were obviously meeting all of the awesome people from HQ. Um, and then of course all the awesome other uh, presidents that were there um, really yeah. getting to pick their mind as some of them have been president for already a year or two. Um, or really just have chapters that are much more um, experienced or uh, more set up than my colony are. So it was awesome to get to pick these guys' minds and of course all of the alumni that were there as well um, with all the experience these guys have had. Um, And then getting to kind of talk about all the one-on-one stuff um, and really kind of hear that we're doing well as a colony and that we have, though we just still have a long way to grow, we're actually doing fairly well. So that was really awesome to hear.
1: Good. Yeah, that's all positive stuff.
4: For sure.
0: So do you remember, um, you kind of came into the podcast uh, with some problems that you wanted to get solved during High Alpha Summit. Yeah. How did that go yeah. for you?
4: So um, I think it went really well. So I think um, after the first day or so, I really narrowed it down to three. So um, and kind of just as we were going on, hearing all the things that they were recommending us do. So. Um, obviously, first of all, i I put down that we should use our resources more often mm-hmm. because though, um, Brett and Walker did a good job, um, allowing us to use them as our, our first resource and they did a heck of a job. Of course, um, we can really put to our use, all of those contacts in, uh, LCA one, um, that you guys make available for us, which Definitely. is awesome. Um, and then I think I touched on bringing in less active members, um, to our different events that we have. Yeah. Um, so I definitely took in a lot of different notes from that. Um, and then along with that, how to find great ideas for brotherhood events. So obviously I was able to do, um, that last one through all of the different, um, chapters that were there and getting to talk with those guys. Um, but I really couldn't have came up with better ideas myself through what was talked about through all the different speakers we had brought in over the weekend and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just awesome experiences to hear these guys share and really just be able to take some notes and pick their minds.
1: Yeah, for sure. So Matt, how, what would you say was the most, um, not like beneficial interaction, but maybe the most interesting interaction you had over the weekend.
4: Sure. So I think that would have to be through our small group. Yeah. Um, Really for me, just because um, there were three other or there were two other colony presidents there and then there were such a variety of different chapter sizes there. Um, very close to myself. We had the U of I president in our small group, which is awesome. Yeah. Along with the Eastern president. Then there were guys from Arkansas and Oklahoma that had chapters that were like two hundred and ten guys. Um, and really there's still just as much as uh, looking to improve and just as close as a brotherhood as we are mm-hmm. um, with the 30 guys we have um, so it was really cool to hear just all the different layers of the spectrum that I really didn't get to hear about of course I can talk to all the other presidents at my school right? Um, which I'll actually be going on a trip for this weekend Wonderful. but it's never really um, the same until you get someone who's kind of been through the same rituals and stuff right. um, and getting to talk about that with all these different layers of Uh, Guys, and seeing what stages they're in and everything like that. Um, So I I definitely think small group helped me um, kind of like visualize where we are as a colony. And then, of course, just interesting to hear about all the different experiences these guys have had um, with their different groups.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great point that you brought up that, you know, it's so beneficial to, you know, be with these other guys who've kind of gone through it with you um, and they understand exactly what you're going through versus just talking to other Greek organizations that may not know, you know, specifically what Lambda Chi does.
0: Yeah. And they may have different practices or policies right. or, or different things like that. So it, it definitely is a different connection um, that you can make at the High Alpha Summit.
1: Yeah, definitely. So being back now from the High Alpha Summit, we've been back, you know, a couple of days. Um, is there anything, Matt, that you have, you're just really excited about or you've already started to implement with the colony?
4: Um, so probably a few different things. So one thing that was mentioned in our small group, um, which I, I think was kind of um it didn't need to be said, but I think we all kind of knew it as well with the different um expectations we have for mm-hmm. recruiting. Um as big recruitment is really big, um, especially in these coming weeks for us here. Um but one of the things that was mentioned in our small group was that big Greek isn't necessarily best Greek. Um, Mm -hmm. And those you can have really great large Greek organizations as some of our chapters do have. Right. Um, Especially while doing this recruitment as a colony, I think we just need to hone in on that and not necessarily look for the numbers, but really look for just the greatest guys on campus that we foresee being leaders or that maybe already are leaders and that we would love to recruit. Um, So if I I could take one great thing away would be that. Mm -hmm. Um, And if not, nothing more than that more in myself and having my other officers incorporate ritual things into our chapter meetings or just constant stuff we do Um, because I I know I remember them talking a lot about this and how like although it is like super important to just like be able to do brotherhood events I think the more we can incorporate our ritual related activities with these um, the closer it will bring us as brothers um, as well yeah
1: yeah I really liked your point too about, you know, um, it's, it's really about the quality of guys versus quantity, um, that are coming in. So, yeah, I think that that is a great thing to take away and, and kind of start, um, looking at as you, as you think about recruitment in the upcoming weeks.
0: Definitely. And and one of the big things I would tell you too is, is, and I guess more of a challenge to you is making sure you don't lose sight of the quality over quantity. Right. Um, I, I think that's so important to have. And I, I think sometimes chapters, they they look around chapters and colonies look around on campus and they see all of these big organizations. Um, and so they just want to be like them and they think, well, we're going to get more money because we have more people and we'll right. have more social events. Like that is not what makes a good chapter. So I guess I challenge you not to lose sight of that as you guys are trying to build um, this colony um, on that campus.
4: Yeah, of course. And then, I mean, just a quick shout out to my high Delta Ryan muscle. He is doing a heck of a job with everything um, over on his spectrum and just being able to let him roam free with what he's planning for recruitment right now. um, Shout out to that kid. He is an absolute stud. He's a sophomore (laughs) here and um, I really couldn't be happier with with what he's doing um, as far as our recruitment. um, Yeah. that's,
1: That's great to hear. That's great to hear. So are there any other, you know, bits and pieces of advice that you you learned throughout the weekend um, that you're just, you know, dying to share with us?
4: Um, so, I mean, there were a bunch of different cool, like, stories I got to hear and everything like that. Um, but I think, like, it was awesome to hear, especially in small group, um, though I did get to talk to other presidents as well, mm-hmm. is about how close all of our LambdaCat chapters are regardless of size. So, though we kind of did touch on this, mm-hmm. it was awesome to hear from, like, those guys that did have like 212 members and I was like well how do you because obviously we we're only 30 here I was like well how do you still maintain like the brotherhood that and that everything right. like that and really just the stories these guys were able to share with me um, and even alumni in that, in that spectrum um, that these guys are I mean though we are like though there are that many people they're still Lambda guys, and they mm-hmm. still all same share the same values and how we are like able to recruit such amazing guys or even train guys into being such great leaders on their campuses kind of blows my mind considering the numbers <laughs> we have currently. Right. Um, so it was really awesome to get to hear that. And then along with that, like all the different um, things guys uh, yeah. do that are special on their, their various chapters on their campuses um, that really make Lambda Chi stand out among other fraternities, mm-hmm. um, which is really awesome to hear because I've, I mean, being a part of this organization so far was amazing and a whole life changing experience, but like just being able to know that like we're a part of such an organization that's like well thought of among like, I mean, the U S and Canada a little bit, um, it's really just great to hear about, um, and how like high, high up people hold us as an expectation and how we're really Lambda Chi is really like kind of the basis for like what other fraternities look for and leadership Mm -hmm. and, Um, how high we like hold our guys to these standards and it's really just awesome to hear about all those stories.
0: Wonderful. And it's just, to me, it sounds like your first high off experience was, was a very good one. Um, So I guess the last thing I want to end with, Mm -hmm. if you had to give a challenge to all other presidents, what challenge would that be?
1: That's a great question.
4: Um, That's, that's a great question. Um, (laughs) I think if I had to give a challenge to the other presidents, um, more or less, it would be to envision themselves in a colony as far as their recruitment goes Hmm. and really take it to the bait, take it back to the day one aspects they have, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of where everything, um, starts. So really starting with that fraternity education, that great recruitment, um, and then really just bonding with, uh, their brothers that they do bring in and recruit, um, and like, just continuously trying to do that so that the rest of the pieces just kind of fall in place to where you don't have to have problems um, that we've kind of heard about with sometimes seniors never uh, not showing up as much or guys never um, are yeah. not wanting to pay dues as much and stuff like that mm-hmm. to where by the end of your senior year, you guys are just as close as you were as freshmen. Um, like many of us are right. Um, right, over at ISU. And I think um, though, it is a challenge. Um, I think it's extremely re- rewarding in the fact that we do get to be so close to all of our other brothers being a colony. Um, so I think if some of these different chapter presidents could put themselves in those shoes for one day, um, or even a semester and just kind of take it back to the basics, um, and the fundamentals, I think that may be super beneficial, uh, to what they're looking for. Um, if they're having some sort of problems or anything like that, um, so that would be my advice or my awesome. challenge.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, this has been, this has been great. So uh, we want to thank you again, Matt, for for coming back on the podcast and just sharing your your experience with us. Um, we think that's, you know, super beneficial. Um, so we hope to catch up with you soon and uh, we hope that you have a great semester.
4: Definitely. Thank you guys so much. And then I'm just going to give a quick shout out to uh, my high capper Ryan Hartstock, my high five Cole Pratt. And then my amazing beta, Ricky Gayden, as I sign off here. Thank you guys so much again for having me. um, And I hope to see you guys again soon. Yeah, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. So I think
1: that that was a really great way to wrap up uh, that conversation with Matt. What do you think, Mike?
0: Yeah, no, I think it was really good to, uh, we got some of his viewpoints before all of these sessions and and before all the large group, small group, peer sharing, all of that. Um, And so then we got to hear kind of after the fact, he's back on campus. um, He had time to process some of the things that he went through. Um, And so I think he made a lot of really good points.
1: I think so too. Uh, One that really stands out to me um, was that quality over quantity. Yeah,
0: no. And I I think you make a good point. It is a very, very um, good standard to hold yourself to. Yes. Um, as my time as a consultant and even as an undergrad, I I find that people start straying from that very quickly. Right. They they see this persona of every other chapter and what it means to be a big chapter. And I used air quotes there. (laughs) Um, and and so they lose sight of what the whole quality over quantity, and then they just start giving out bids and, and try to build that membership. And they're like, oh,
3: well we can get rid of the bad apples later. And it's not really that easy to do. Right. Yeah. And I actually, so in one of the consultations that I did, it was with the high alpha Wabash um, he even said that like, so Wabash is an all men school that's very heavily Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, they, he even said, it, we focus so much on, on recruitment, which is great. But at this point, I want to go back to the chapter and start with the, uh, okay, let's get the qual- quality of guys because if we get good guys, mm-hmm. then the num- and the numbers are going to come regardless. We're going to get that quantity no matter what. Right. But Let's really question each guy that we're getting and. Make sure that they are Lambda Chi men.
1: Yeah, I think that that's that's a really good point and something that is easily forgotten. I feel like in our chapters, for sure. Um, and another thing that stood out for me that he learned and he was talking about was that idea of you know thinking like a colony president, even you know as your chapter is established.
3: Yeah, no, I think that was that's a good example of complacency, right? You be your colony. Your biggest goal is to become a chapter. Right. Once you once you charter, then you just become stagnant. It's like okay, we were we did so well as as a colony. Like we got us to this point. Mm-hmm. Now that we're a chapter, we can continue doing the same things that we were doing. And right. then after so long, like you can start like getting getting complacent, and then you you're lazy in the things that you do.
1: Yeah, I think it's just that continuing that excitement that you had as a new colony into um, into your your chapter
0: days. So, and I think really what we're what we're getting down to mm-hmm. is that standards are there to help us reach a point, right? But standards should not be the top bar that you hit. Yes, a standard should just be a baseline. Right. We want you to go here, but we definitely want you to go far beyond Above this beyond. standard. Yeah. The standard's just there as a baseline, um, and we shouldn't just stop there and, and say, "Wow, we did it!" Like this isn't. Yeah. A standard's not a finish line, is what I'm getting at. Yes.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I really think that um, it sounded like Matt learned a lot. Yeah. from his time at High Alpha Summit, and you know, it, it was his first time there, so that was really exciting. Yeah, and
0: I think his challenge to presidents is, is was a really good one. And, yes, and so I agree. that's what we were just touching on. But I, I would really like to see. Um, Bigger chapters, maybe mm-hmm. some older chapters, maybe someone who's been a president for more than one year, right? Um, to really try to hold their chapter or colony to that standard, yeah. I agree. Act like you are a colony when it comes to recruitment. Yes, that this is is kind of make or break. You need to you need to get these guys and really build that that brotherhood that everyone always talks about. Right,
1: right, exactly. So overall, um, what were our thoughts on twenty nineteen Hasnac?
0: The Hasnac. I actually thought it turned out very well. A lot of the feedback and conversations that I've heard from not only undergraduates, but alumni were they enjoyed the the joint conference. Mm -hmm. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. And I I think giving the time for our presidents and advisors to talk to each other and communicate and and provide feedback and even comments on everything that they saw. I, I think it was a very great learning opportunity, not for both advisors and um, presidents, but also for staff. I, I think yes. we learned a lot as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just building upon your point, Mike, um, I think that it's really beneficial to have alumni, alumni advisors in the same space as the men leading our chapters sure. so they can see, okay, this is what they're learning. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have an understanding of, of what they're bringing back as well.
3: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Jaron, thoughts? sure anything no
3: I really thought it was a great um, a great concept and I really I'm really glad that it was successful because mm-hmm. there is value in the two like we've said multiple times the two highest people in the chapter in terms of the high alpha and then the high pie right um, as well as AAB members right so um, a lot of times those aAB members aren't as active and so they, they're not as in terms of like they don't get the resources as often as high pies do sure um, but actually having them be there and learning the th- same things that the high mm-hmm. pi is getting, as well as the same things, similar things to the high alpha. I think it's just, it's, it's an, it's an immense um, opportunity for our men to just work together.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
3: Yeah. And no one got stuck in the
0: snow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, it was a little dicey there, yeah, there was on a, that Saturday. About seven,
0: eight inches of snow. But, yeah. Um, Good job, Indiana, for getting the uh, the roads cleared. Yeah. The airport didn't have many, any, if many, delays at all. No. Um, and so everyone made it out of uh, the state of Indiana very safely. So uh, <laughs> that is a plus. I, I am very happy about that.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, this concludes our special edition of Chop Talk.
0: Um, Live from, at Hasnab.
1: Yeah, <laughs> from the High Office Summit uh, Neville Advisors College. So um, we want to know your thoughts on you know, how this went, how you guys liked this special edition, if we should do this, you know, at other conferences. So, um, give us your opinions.
0: Yeah. So on behalf of myself, Taylor and Jaron and the rest of the staff at the international headquarters, we want to tell you guys, thank you so very much and, uh, have a good day.